The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. What a time to be alive. Never thought we would talk about this topic, but it's actually irrelevant. How do we feel human again with this virtual this and zooming that and streaming everywhere? Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. Yep. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. <sighs> oh my God, guess what's on? The Handmaid's Tale. Yes. I saw that. I saw you were watching that. Season four. Season four. I'm so excited. What about Stranger Things? Oh, wasn't that? I don't know. I remember that got put on hold. And I don't know whatever. We never kept track of that. I mean, I watched what was available, but But then it kind of fell off our radar. I don't know. You're so into Stranger Things, but... I'm I don't not, know. I'm actually not. I, I actually am um, into um, Ingrid Michaelson's album that yeah, was inspired I by I it. I think that's why you're into Stranger, Stranger th- Songs. I think it's what it's called. And I was just, uh, that's what I like. Every time there's a new series or a series has come back, mm-hmm. I tell you, and then you always ask me about Stranger <laughs> Things. And I'm like, um, you didn't even really watch that with me. Um, but anyways, Handmaid's Tale is on. And what I love about Hulu is that they released three episodes for us. <laughs> they didn't just do the one. They enabled the binge. Yes, they did. And it's and that's the capacity. Like, you cannot, you almost can't do three in a row. Almost, almost. So they so it just really did a great job. the edge of yes. problematic. Correct, correct. And it's perfect to discuss just a moment of that for this episode because we're talking about our personal capacity right right i am a professional and so i could watch all three i am a professional so you have developed your uh viewing musculature well here well okay in all honesty i was um it's been really stressful it's been really stressful and uh i will like specifically at in your work Load. I will admit yeah, yeah. that the t- at the time that the hand- Handmaid's Tale, um, the new season was released, I was really ready to have a more numbing, you know, disconnective experience, like something to just take me out of my own stories. Mm-hmm. You're socially acceptable. Let me drug. jump. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. I just needed that, mm-hmm. wanted that, and I am okay with that. And I gave that to myself. Okay. 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 All right. All right. We don't. We don't. But drink uh, alcohol in our house. I drink alcohol. I know, but not in our house. I mean, I have the the champagne that I really want to open, but we we don't. So we said since Thanksgiving of last year, and we were like, oh, we'll drink it for Thanksgiving. Oh, we forgot. Christmas, we forgot. New Year's, we forgot. (laughs) I'm not even joking. Valentine's, we forgot. I don't see it. Where is it? It's just, it's in our fridge. I don't even know where it is. It's been there. I don't even see it. Um, Yeah. So we don't do alcohol. The closest we get to alcohol is love kombucha. Not as much as you love streaming. 
binge watching well, quality TV. I just, I, you know, we're not, per, I mean, we don't like, oh, we don't drink. Yeah, like, we're it's not, not like, like that. Witnesses or anything. It, and nothing against them. Right. <laughs> that wasn't a diss at, at that. Jehovah's Witnesses. But just the way, we don't want to mislead people. It's not like, oh, we just don't touch yeah, we're it. we're not, we don't touch the stuff. It's just that, for, I will, I will say that if we go to a restaurant, remember those days, folks? I loved looking at the menu for like the cocktails and choosing a cocktail. But really, toast, you don't really enjoy drinking, like really at all. The only drink you like is gin. And tonic. Gin and tonic, right? Yeah, that's it. And so it's kind of like I'm the one, It's it would only be me. But anyways, all right. <laughs> So here we are today talking about our capacity. And one of the things, you know, life is so wonderful because even in those moments where you're like, oh my God, it's so stressful or, oh, I'm so tired. You're learning something. You're Mm. learning something. It's an opportunity to kind of like pop your head up out of the sands, look around, (laughs) look around you. Um, Maybe even try to have a bird's eye view and look at the situation you're in or whatever's happening or whatever's been happening for you and to kind of see like, wow, you know, my self-care has slid. Wow. I've been saying yes to a lot of things that it's just beyond my capacity really. And so even when we're going through all the stuff, there are nuggets to learn gold nuggets to mine from all of the things, you know, happening Mm -hmm. and conserving our personal energy and really paying attention and uh, honoring the capacity that we each have for certain things is important. And when you're using the word capacity, you're talking about like our capacity as human beings for uh, giving attention to other things, to things, to a person, to including ourselves, giving attention to, um, any well i the way i'm talking about it is just the capacity to give outside of ourselves to give from ourselves so okay. not the capacity to give back to ourselves okay but so your capacity giving out like being able give to, out. to show up and bring your complete self to a a interaction yes and you know you cannot you cannot do it. You can't mm. for all the things we have in the day. Mm-hmm. How much, how much of ourselves are we br- really bringing to those things? I know when you think My, about it, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, and so mm-hmm. no wonder yeah. at the end of the day, we can feel so taxed. Like so many of those things on our list that we have to show up for. Um, some would argue, some would argue, well, it's all a choice. Like, and I know like, Toast is, you mean, I mean now you're going to go, you're going to Sam Harris me and say, well, is it really a choice? Do we really have free Do will? Do we have free will at all? That's <laughs> no, another I podcast. Will, yeah, that's a whole but, other thing. But let's just talk about it in, in common language, right? Yeah. In common um, understanding. Common experience, yeah. So a lot of the things, you know, like with the day job, with, with certain things, maybe with um, your children, you have, quote unquote, have no choice. It's like you just got to show up for those things. And then for yes. the things that, I hear you You know, you want to go take that walk or you want to go and call a friend or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. 
those things that we might be um, wanting to do and wanting to show up in our whole selves with, we often don't even have the time left, the energy reserves left mm-hmm. to do those things. Mm-hmm. And so even if we might go, well, I, I should take a walk and then we go and take that walk. Have we brought our full self? Oh, this person has been, you know, my friend, I've been rescheduling our phone call. I, I got to call her today. Then it's like, how much really are you showing up for that? Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. we end up yeah. scheduling 18 things in a day and we're showing up with less than half of ourselves for each thing mm-hmm. versus. And what yeah. this is making me think of is that whole mentality, which I totally share and like we're all under the influence of that mentality of these are the things on our list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, a lot of them are great things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? They include mm-hmm. self-care things and edifying social interactions with people you love. They're good yeah. things. But because um, the society we have been born into has been built on top of a, a paradigm of productivity, mm-hmm. production of of things yeah like that has been the 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 chief primary value by which things are judged like mm-hmm. it's valuable mm-hmm. you know or you're valuable or a business is valuable or a thing is valuable if it produces something right if you get things done right that's how you can prove on in a scientifically quantifiable way you know that it's valuable mm-hmm. and and that whole paradigm is what kind of sets you up for this thing of like well the more things you can get done the better right and but that's know, not i guess what we're saying is like that's not true really right because um you know and i'll and i'll say and we should you know it would be good to do a podcast uh talking about time the concept of time okay. but um i was working with a client and one of the things that um she's she's just in the habit and she's been in she has kids she's been in the habit of just doing for her family mm. doing 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 and and si- sidebar yeah we're, i we're not saying that getting things done and accomplishing is bad it's not that it's the wrong no, paradigm. it's actually fantastic it, in a lot of ways yeah it, mm-hmm. it's a it's a piece of of the whole pie <laughs> you know it, it's important but it shouldn't rule everything. It shouldn't it's be... It's about balance again, right? It's like the balance of, of all it. of it. Yeah, yes. it's part of yes. it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks okay. for so clarifying sorry. that. I just wanted to throw that in there. But she's, uh, she was in a... Um, she's just been in this habit of just doing everything for everyone else. And even though she enjoys that, she does enjoy doing for others. She has been um, much more in touch with, wait, what about myself? But it's such a foreign thing for her to do something for her own, um, to fill her own well mm. versus just stuff for others, stuff for others where energy is going out, 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 out. Mm. So one of the the, um, the exercises I gave her was uh, uh, a, a little, a stretch of time became available to her, basically. And she would fill that stretch of time with just doing things for everybody else. Mm. So I said prioritize just the first part of that time, like even just an hour. And it was really, it was hard for her. It's actually long. Right. But it was hard for her. um, And I, and she goes, well, what, what would I do? And I said, 
anything for yourself. Anything that doesn't have anyone tied to the end of it. Hmm. Like, you know, doing the laundry, doing the kids' laundry. Or, you know, what, whatever it is. Organizing for the, or the building the building the kids' bed. Right? Hmm. Building their new thing. So I said, hey, even if you're just rolling around in a sun patch for an hour or and laying there, just try it. Just try it. And it was so foreign to her and, and felt maybe like... Um, wasting time even Mm. you know like god i could be getting this done and that done um and maybe just adding more stress right like oh that list is still waiting for me but here's the amazing thing a week later when i talked with her again she said you know what was so weird when i started doing that i felt like i had more time wow for the rest of the day wow like i felt like that's amazing I have, so there's something to be said about paying attention to our capacity, honoring whatever our personal capacity is for our expenditure, our energetic expenditures, making sure we are filling, coming back to fill the well, come back to fill the well, coming back to ourselves. And it's just amazing at how that affects our perception of time. Our experience. Yes. Of which it. then yeah, that whole Kronos actually thing. affects actual time. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. We got to talk about that. But yeah. But, anyways, I thought I would share that. I, I think that's very, very inspiring. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps, it helps me too. You know, it's like, you know, when you work with people, um, some, some can have the perception that, oh, I am helping this person. Hmm. It's a two-way street. We're helping each other. We are reminding each other. We are there holding sacred space for each other. It's never one Mm -hmm. way, even though it can sometimes seem like, oh, well, it's that. Things go in cycles, but ultimately it's always, we're all in a symbiotic relationship with everybody else. Um, Yeah. So in thinking about this topic, I realized how, you know, during this era of quarantine and social distancing, which is actually not social distancing. It's actually physical distancing because we're still socializing, but we're doing it at a distance. We're doing it through Zoom yep. and and virtual things, right? I mean, it's it's really been a trip to socialize through Zoom. Like I'm sure all of us have been to, to some kind of like a Zoom party or to a virtual right no i'm like for real yes like i'm laughing because yes it's like how bizarre and to virtual events like festivals online they've all Mm -hmm. moved online and you buy a ticket and then you can quote unquote check in and get the app for it and interact and go to these virtual booths and virtual performances and um and we're all watching you know theatrical releases that are not in theaters, they're in our living room, mm-hmm. Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime or whatever, and watching the Oscars that way. Um, and in, in, instead of going to live theater and going to concerts and going to street festivals, mm-hmm. you know, we're all doing it virtually. And thank God that we can. I really am grateful for that. And it's What's been weird for me is to experience doing that. And in one way, in the physical realm, you've been sitting in your bedroom or whatever, in your office, 
at a desk, staring at a screen for an hour or more. That's what your physical body has been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you get up at the end of your attending this festival or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you do feel like you went somewhere. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I feel like I just came back yeah. from, you know, the party or came back um, yeah, from the festival. It's really strange. Um, it is. It is really strange. And I find that um, as a person who has... Who now realizes, oh, I think I have social anxiety. Okay. Never thought that before. You can go back to listen to my revelation in one of our podcasts. But um, uh, I find, so the Zoom you would think I'd have less social anxiety about because I'm in my own surrounding. I'm in my home. Mm -hmm. But the thing about the Zoom is you can't really hide. Like your like your square is right there with your right. when you're there, and you can't like leave, you know. You or, or it's just it's very different. I mean, because in because in quote in you real can, life you, you can't hide either. You don't know who's really um, like in a in a physical situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can feel if someone is looking at you or wants to strike a conversation yes. with you yes. and maybe they will. Mm-hmm. And now you are talking with someone on off to the side. Yep. Right. And mm-hmm. I love that the off to the side. I love the one-to-one, Yeah. but the group thing. So with the zoom and the group thing, mm-hmm. that's hard for me. Like it's, I, I find that really, um, uh, there's a different kind of anxiety with that versus say a one-to-one zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. All of this virtual stuff I think is so, uh, I think number one, it's, it's weird because it does on one hand, it does feel like you went somewhere and, and you did interact with people and you did, but what's weird it's is so that weird. it is weird. Because it does feel like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's what's amazing to realize is that we are the first human beings ever to have this kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's weird, too, is that it. I think it does something to us psychologically or spiritually um, to so that we feel disembodied. Mm hmm. Because our body, our organism, our yes. physical organism is not stupid. It knows that we've been sitting in a room right. by ourselves this whole time. Right. Um, so I feel like there's See, this. See, that's so creepy. Like, Isn't it? I'm needing, it's like we're living I'm in Black, Black, like, Black Yeah, I'm yeah, needing totally. a new season of Black Mirror. It's like, <laughs> yeah. where are you guys? This is like the best time to do it. Like, yeah. anyways. They're like, we don't need to do it. You're living it. Yeah. <laughs> Knock yourselves out. Um, well, yeah. So there's like this break, I think within our organism mm-hmm. uh, physical psychological emotional spiritual there's some kind of break that happens because this yeah. is not how we evolved to to interact with each other yeah. and while zoom is fantastic um you know we it involves like buffering and people you know, being frozen, their faces are frozen and you're like, oh, did, you know, we lost them. Um, Eye contact is off. Most of the time people are not looking at the camera. So you don't, 
get the sensation then, they're looking at you. No, but and, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it feels like they're looking at you. Like it's but so then, weird. But then, so your brain, the, just the fact that your brain knows what's happening, yeah, makes um, you know that life. they're not looking at you. Yeah, like yeah. that's extra work for our brain to process. That's why it is more. Yeah, it yeah, is more taxing. I think and then the EMFs. Yeah, which is a whole other thing. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, okay. the eye contact being off, the del- del- delay, delay in in our gestures, and we, um, and in Zoom and stuff, like you can only hear one person at a time, really, right? The audio like cuts in and out, mm-hmm. and different people's faces flash on, right? And it's, um. And I think also the option of being able to turn the camera on or off. Um, just the fact that it That's kind of creepy. Well, the fact that it is an option is itself an extra burden on your psyche. Yeah. Because in real life, you don't have that option of, <laughs> of turning, <laughs> snapping your fingers and becoming invisible. Right. Yeah. You know, you're there. Um, mm-hmm. So I think just that option itself is a problem. Yeah. And then, yeah, when you click to leave... You know, that sense of like, bye. <laughs> it's it's different <laughs> from being able. Right. It's not like, okay, thanks. Okay, so we'll see you. Okay, so we'll we'll be in touch about next week. Yeah. Okay, bye. And thank you, can, you. And a hug. Or you can see them and walk then you're down like, bye. the street to their car and you wave, you know, and there's, know. there's like a I know. organic. People. See, I'm missing people now. <laughs> Who would have thought? But anyway, all of these ruminations about just as as great as our technology is for being able to connect us. And I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I'm really glad for this. Thank mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think it's healthy to realize the challenges that it places on us yeah. and how it, it must be affecting our You know, psychology. our cellular and our cellu- cellular system. Like how are we evolving now you know because of what's happening how is our species evolving mm. and what will be what will our capacity be 5 years from now yeah our attention right? span i think our attention span right now is less than a goldfish so. okay so why don't we kind of wrap this up okay um so one of the so if you identify with what we're talking about um you know one of the things we were saying too is um that we forgot to mention is, you know, Toast has been normally a Twitter person and um, she kind of uh, started to get into Instagram um, and she's loving Instagram. And then I kind of noticed like, I think you're getting addicted to Instagram, (laughs) which I can identify because I am addicted myself and I go on and off of it. But with Love and Above Cat Club now, I'm like, I've been more on than off. So I could recognize it in her. And I'm like, we got to put some guardrails around our social media time. Um, Let's see if we can do this. But anyways, um, so you might even relate to it just purely on a social media basis and or even or even podcasts. Like if you're just listening to podcast after podcast after podcast after podcast, or if you're watching Handmaid's Tale episode after episode after episode, (laughs) whatever it might be. Hopefully you're relating to to what we've shared today. So a few things um, to maybe help this um, help call yourself back to you, your humanness, your um, 
your spirituality, your soul to come back to yourself. Because in all these ways, whether we're watching TV, whether we're listening to a podcast, whether we are attending the meeting or we're going and doing this, it's ways that we are not only expending, but oftentimes even separating from ourselves. Because as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, we often expend more energy than we really have. And so when that happens... And our humanness, our physical bodies really can't take it. We create that separation. We cut ourselves off from our own self. That makes sense, right? Keep going. Cutting ourselves off from our own self. I think so. Um, and it's almost like I, a, I'm relating um, it to that break that I. Yeah, and it's almost like a coping mechanism because how do we, we can't be present for this 18th thing today, mm-hmm. you know? But we got to show up. So there's our physical body showing up but our whole self isn't there yeah totally so identify how, with that so how yes. at the end of the day can you call yourself back right like or even during the day even during the day um i find it so i find it so challenging to do during the day so i've created mm-hmm. the habit of doing it at the end of the day but yeah if you can do it during the day wonderful um so one way you can do it is just to literally stop to you can even do a, um, just kind of contract your body. Mm, tense like, up. Like, oh, yeah. Tense Flex. Up. Hold your tense. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Then release. <sighs> like, if you even just do that, you'll notice like, oh, wow, I can feel. <laughs> you know, one of, one of the symptoms mm. of like, oh, wow, I've just expended is when you cannot feel you cannot physically feel. And it's tricky because when you're in that state, you can't feel that you can't feel. True. So creating the habit or setting an alarm, you know, on your phone every three hours to just contract and tense up and then release, mm-hmm. taking some deep breaths, even just if you if you hug yourself, like put your mm-hmm. arms around and hug yourself yeah. and just like hold right? Just hold yourself. You might even find yourself naturally um um, and I'm kind of laughing because people make fun of this, right? Like rocking, mm. you know, it's self-soothing. It's stuff yeah. you did as a kid, really. Right, right. But if you just hold yourself, you're bringing yourself back to you. You're bringing yourself back and it's actually very soothing. Mm. And if hugging yourself feels weird and you're embarrassed and you're like, I don't want to hug myself, then you can put one hand on your heart. To just feel your heart beating. And then put your other hand on your solar plexus or your stomach. And just stand there and just take a moment and just feel your heart beating. And pay attention to, okay, well, how am I feeling? What am I... Just by asking yourself to notice, you are calling yourself back to your body. So I think those things really help. And the last thing I'll say with that is um, if you're kind of not even sure, like, well, am I expending? I don't know. Because we're so good at just protecting ourselves, right? That we might, we might be, no, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. It's just notice how do you feel when your eyes pop open in the morning? How do you notice? Like, what do you notice? How do you feel? When your eyes pop open, are you like, Ugh, I'm so tired still. Or like, 
oh, it's Groundhog Day. Or are you like, oh, I had a good sleep. Okay, today's another day. I want to manage my energy. Like, how do you feel upon waking? Hmm. That's a really good gauge to notice that because once you wake up and start moving your body and you go use the bathroom you brush your teeth you go get your coffee you start getting into the doing mode and you're less in your body hmm. and you can fool yourself and you just get on the conveyor belt yeah and it's groundhog day right yeah, yeah. but what were you going to say look like you were well say. as you described those things of like hugging yourself and rocking yourself and all of that and um you know it makes me think of going for a walk yes working physical, out yes exercise. it's all physical it's all physical stuff and i guess what came to my mind is the concept of um trusting in nature's way mm. because we are a product of mm-hmm. nature right nature is gave birth to us yes and how you can't rush springtime mm-hmm Right. It's going to happen on its own time. And I feel like this process, this effort that we do have to take initiative on of coming back to ourselves, we, you know, we do have to initiate the whole thing of like, wait, put on the brakes, stop, go for a walk, mm-hmm. stop, hug yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to um, be proactive in that sense. But we also have to realize that um, we can't. Um, engineer, I guess, or uh, push the process faster than it's going to happen. The coming back to yourself? Yeah. It's like, it's like it really calls for a level of patience and humility. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And a sense of uh, trust in waiting Mm -hmm. for... um, that sense of embodiment and coming back to ourselves to just emerge out of yeah the the, the nature the dis- of who we are as yeah. organisms yes if that I makes sense totally agree and um you know the the because what it it's habits right like we have these habits and so for me the habit of like okay what's the next thing like I gotta you know what is the next thing I gotta do and what's the next thing and all of that. When I would do, go to the exercise of just kind of coming back to myself at the end of the day, you know, um, showering at the at, at nighttime, showering off everything and really using that time like to come back to myself, I'd find myself trying to rush that process. Like, right, right. Hurry up. Hurry, yeah. I got to like I have more things to do. I can't, yeah. you know, and trying to feel it faster. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You know, so I had to. um So I really, over time, just created more of a habit of like, be present in this Mm -hmm. and enjoy it. Because when you give yourself over to to even that process of, because the coming back to yourself is not just another thing to add to your list. Oh, shoot. I got to come. Okay. Brett. <laughs> okay. Number 19, come home to my, come back to myself. I got to do that exercise at the, it's not, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like enjoy it. Have like refill your well. I mean, it feels so good when you, when you allow yourself that time versus, Oh my God, I have to, I still have to come back to myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so reminding crazy me sometimes. 
Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I know this is getting longer than we usually go, but I, I want to share one more thing that what you just said, it reminded me of. So I heard about, I don't even know if this is still on the table in the world of Netflix and streaming services, but I heard at one point, not too long ago, that they were experimenting or thinking of the idea of allowing viewers to play back movies at a faster speed so that you could speed watch a movie. That is ridiculous. But why is it ridiculous? I don't, obviously, some people don't think it's ridiculous, but I think it's ridiculous because for the most part, uh, I don't think movie, the purpose of watching a movie is not to finish it. (laughs) The purpose of watching a movie is to have the experience being conveyed by the director or whatever, right? The point is having the experience. And I guess it kind of feels the same Mm -hmm. as like, yeah, the point of coming back to yourself is not to finish. It's to go, oh yeah, wow. It's to really come back to yourself, which is an experience anyway. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Sienna. <laughs> and this is Toast. I was being with myself. For I a know, moment. I could tell. I was like yeah. being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Sienna and this is Toast. And we're, as always, encouraging you to live your love story. Thanks for listening. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.